Yo, 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 Uncle P is back. You kicking with Uncle P again on this marvelous Saturday morning or afternoon, shall I say. Hey, uh, I'm riding and I'm just, I'm, I'm thinking about what got my mind on the track that it's on now. And so I just asked myself a question. What, what motivated me? So I'm going to ask that question. What motivated you? And I, I think I can help you see what could motivate you. Something you may see every day that you're not even paying attention to. Over there. But let's, let's look at it like this. I was fortunate enough um, to be trained as an industrial engineer. I mean, by guys with 20, 30 plus years of experience. You know, I didn't have to go to school for that. I got in-depth, hands-on, skill training process, you know, from, uh, I think it was four, four different people? Yeah, four. four. I ain't gonna, their name is irrelevant, whatever. But um, I fell in love with it. I fell in love with industrial engineering, the process of an industrial engineer, industrial engineer duties, what they have to do. It, it it helped me it helped me with a lot of random shit like like I used to time my I used I used to time myself like if I'm going 10 miles per hour how long would it take me to get to the stop sign versus if I'm driving 20 miles per hour how long would it take me to get to the stop sign that's how deep I was that's how deep I was in it I mean I was man you would think I was crazy the way I was uh time studying every single thing I, I came across, um, you know, like, like, time myself, like, if I woke up at 6 o'clock, and I took a shower at night, how much time did I save if I had to be to work at 7, or, you know, anything, when I say anything, anything, I, I, I had a stopwatch, to the point where, I used it everywhere to, I, I never had a stopwatch where it went out. I thought that lasted forever. Mine, I, mine actually went out. That's how bad, that's how much I used. But man, I, I was to the point where I could break down anything. I mean, I'm talking about, I felt like I mastered it, which I know I did. I mastered in what I was doing and my, my and what I was doing like in life, everyday duties. But man, I swear, I felt like I like I was, like I, I could break anything down without, a, without an issue. I mean, I was breaking shit down at the house. Uh, man, I, I could. <laughs> it's, 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 it's just funny talking about this because it, it seems like I'm off track, but I get to what really motivates me. But um, um, I used to work for a company, um, Select Family's Products, and I was a plant manager. And uh, you know, the owner Larry McAllister, he was the uh, owner of the sister company, Eagle Group based out of um, Delaware and he was an industrial engineer uh, that, that was that was his background so you know I, the first time I probably had a one-on-one conversation with him it was him and Randy Randy Fox shout out to Randy <laughs> shout out to Randy Fox retired and still working Anyway, uh, I think 
I ain't gonna say um I'm not gonna say I intimidated the guy because hell I worked for him. But the way I did stuff, it made him think like, damn, I went to school for this. And we did three to four months of training and he took it to a whole nother level. Man, when I say I had time studies down to the T man, to I was doing if I was timing one inch wells, one foot wells, uh Square foot area of grinding, man. You named it. I was, I was doing it. And once I explained, you know, what I was doing, all he sees is dollar sign. Like, man, the accuracy, the accuracy of time studies, the way it's been done, you can't lie about it. And that's that, man. And that goes back. That, that's how I did my life. Like, that's the accuracy of time and everything. Like. Like four quarters, four quarters in in your mouth. Like I truly did two minutes each quarter. That's six minutes of brushing my teeth. You know, I read the. You know, I read labels. You know, on the on the mouthwash. You thirty seconds. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna do thirty seconds. You you time it to the point where it's second nature, so you don't like. It, it's, it's, you, that's how long you're gonna do it, regardless if you time it or not. So, uh, but man, I was fortunate enough to meet a lot of people, a lot of wealthy, wealthy people. And and the, the jump into what motivated me, and of course, I didn't see it until later on. Like I didn't see what I saw until later on. But with the help of me being an industrial engineer. I, industrial engineer, man, in so many words, if you don't know what industrial engineer is, just in layman's terms, let's just say it's somebody that breaks processes down uh, to make to make something more efficient or to be more profitable, the cost savings, you, you name it. Industrial engineer going to save your company some money. So just use that in life. Save yourself. Like, save yourself. So, but anyway, back, back to what I was saying. I mean, I mean, I'm not going to disclose no names, you know. I walked in marvelous houses, man. Meet, meeting these guys' wives. You know, just talking over talking over to them, like, what, what, what I'm doing with my future. And, um, you know, it's just, I just met a lot of people in the, in the when I was dealing with food service, food service equipment, you know. But when I break down, like, I'm kind of tired, man. I'm, I'm tired. Kind of went out last night, so I'm kind of my words. But anyway, I break down like, what's one thing in those six guys' house that they got that goes unnoticed? I, could, you remember the, you remember the marvelous house. You remember the nice car. That's that. That's a given because that's 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 what you see. The nice pool, the damn marble floors. But when they showing you, when they giving you a tour of their house, what's it's one room that in three of the houses I said, what's in there? You know, it's like it's kind of like they weren't going to show me that room. Not not because of something wrong, but they. But it's one room that's in all them houses that I don't have in my house. 
I didn't have in my apartment. They can have their own damn library. They fucking read. That's what's wrong with us. That's what was wrong with me. We don't read. I didn't read. And I had the stupidest reasons for not reading. When I say stupid, I slap myself to this day for thinking of that, for being that arrogant, arrogant and ignorant. That was fucking, that was, that was real ignorant of me to think that. But basically, man, this, this is my, this is my take on reading. I, I thought all day long, like, I used to come up with shit in my head and write it down. And uh, I think I was reading something a long time ago. And I read it and I said to myself, I thought of that shit. The fact that I read it in the book, I got pissed. And I and, and I thought in my head, like, man, damn that, I ain't reading, I ain't reading shit no more. Damn, reading something, something I came up with. Now why in the hell would I that, that's 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 real dumb of me. That's real stupid of me. So I, I started reading more and I, I started writing more and so you know with this podcast I'm just like I'm just talking. I'm just hoping I can say a sentence that can help you. I mean the simplest stuff, man, like man, evaluate your life. Like when you wake up in the morning, anything you do. See how long it takes you to do it. And see if that's really, you know, if, like, if it's taking you 30 minutes to even get up and get yourself together, like, you, you might have a problem. Shit. If you slouchy when you get up in the morning, like, you might, you might, like, you might have woke up 30 times in the middle of the night. You, like, you might need to get a CPAP or some shit. You might need to go get a sleep test done, like, and evaluate yourself because I mean, you never know what's wrong. You like, especially if you don't know what you eat. We ain't growing our plants no more. We ain't growing our, we ain't growing our, we ain't, you know, we buy all our stuff from something like somebody else. Maybe. You don't know what's, you don't know what's really in there that could be causing major health issues. Evaluate yourself. I'm telling you, it, it helps. I used to have. 30 damn alarm set. I think I got an old screenshot of all my alarm. You know, I got one alarm now. I got one alarm and two reminders because my I got a goal to do 3,000 plus push-ups a month. That's 50 push-ups a day. I'm sorry, 100 push-ups a day. I do 50 in the morning. That's a, that's a, that's a, a reminder, and I do 50 at night. I bet you didn't even realize what I just did. I broke it down, yeah. Like, that's a goal. That's a that's a that's a goal that I got to do at least 3,000. But I know I'm gonna do more than 3,000. I know that for a fact. Cause I'm gonna do 50 in the morning and 50 at night. And when I go to the gym, I know I'm gonna do something. And <laughs> excuse me. And you know, sporadically during the day I might feel like just jumping down and Getting 50 in or getting 25 in, so I know I'm gonna do over 3,000, but the goal is 3,000, and I'm gonna do 100 a day 50 in the morning, 50 at night. So, what that does for me is I know I'm gonna hit 3,000 regardless. The only month I'm worried about is February, that's the only one outside of February. I'm good, but I know when February hit, I'm gonna double it up. 
I might do 53 times a day. Because I need to make up for them, that, them extra days that's missed in February. But, I mean, me saying all this, spark one, take a shot, just let that, let it sink in. Just let, let, let this shit sink in. What motivates you? You can be doing something or going to somebody's house. You know, what motivates you? Do you really want to work for somebody for the rest of your life? Like, do you, re- do you do you don't you want to make yourself a better person? How many times you say you're gonna go to the gym and don't go? How many times you say you're gonna get up and cook and don't cook and go out and then make somebody else re- go? You know, I mean, like, how many times? How how long are you gonna keep doing that? How many times you say you're gonna go visit somebody and say you're gonna go tomorrow? You keep saying tomorrow, today, hell, you're going to be 10 years later. You still be saying the same thing. Yeah, that, that, the library, man, that, the library, and the, that's, that, that's what got me. That's what got me. I, outside of the giving motivations, like, you know, my, my daughters, outside outside of them man the, the, that little that little detail in them houses man that went unnoticed I, I just analyzed them like and, and the three that I asked hey what 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 was in there and it was a library they won't just like for show books like these books that was read and put up they read them they put them up and uh, it was one book in there, man. I can't, I can't remember the motivation of speaking name. He said he read it once a quarter. He read it about four times a year, man. And here my crazy ass wouldn't read because I didn't want to read something that I thought of in somebody else's book. Hey, <laughs> y'all, uh. Y'all have a nice Saturday. I'm going to take a nap. And y'all be cool. Peace. Yo, yo, yo. You in the mic with P. <clears throat> Kicking with Uncle P. I'm out here, you know, walking. Whatever. Jogging, running. But, uh. The title of this episode is for my Dylan folk, and, and it's specifically for my Dylan folk, whether they're still in Dylan, away from Dylan, it don't matter. It's for it's it's for y'all. I don't give a shit. I mean, but if you're listening and you're not from Dylan, you can relate, especially if you're from a quote-unquote small town. This for my Dylan folk, you know, because social media has allowed me to see the actual talent that's there. Like, we're all talented. We're all got something we're good at. Like, I'm good at a lot of stuff. I see, I see, I see uh, my young bulls be, be, be doing videos and their music and the shit be high quality, but I be like, Y'all are, <laughs> and now, don't, don't, now I, don't want, I want my dental folk to take this the wrong way. If they do, I really don't give a shit. 
but I don't want them to take this the wrong way because I, I want to give you an idea. I'm telling you to do it. I just want you to think about it. You shoot a video, you record music, and you promote it in Dylan. Now, me personally, that's just fucking wrong. Because I'm going to tell you what I've over over experience of of watching and observing. Yeah, people in your own town won't support you. So, my advice to my young bulls, my young bulls, my my young kings in Dillon, South Carolina, when you when you make a video, or you or you pop out that hot fresh single, or whatever, man, man, it, when you go in the club that Friday and Saturday night and you drop a thousand inside of that club in Dillon, South Carolina, I want you to think think about this. You could have bought a round trip ticket to LA and did the same thing at an LA club. And more people would love that shit because you're from all the way over here. But you promote it in your hometown and all they do is like your photo. All they do is like your video. All they do is like your song. Whatever. Just think about that shit, man. Be- be- before you before you pay four hundred dollars for a bottle of Hennessy in the club, that could have been your plane ticket out of here out of Dillon, South Carolina. Before you go to Magnolia Mall or Tanger Outlets at the beach and drop two thousand on materialistic shit. That could have been your plane ticket out of Dillon, that seat. I, I just see a lot of backwards hustling in my hometown. And I done, I done did some backwards hustling. I done did dumb shit. But I, I'm acknowledging the talent that's sitting in my hometown. And when I say sitting, it's just sitting there. I mean, the most talented person may work at Wicks or may work at Harbor Freight or may work at uh, shit. Whatever other little stores and deal. KFC, uh, Franco Manufacturing. I don't know. The most talented person is continuing making another man rich when they could be soaking in that income themselves. So, for my Dylan folk, my young boys, my young kings, Next time you go to that bar and order order five or six bottles, just to say you pop bottles in the club, you just bought your ticket out of Dillon that seat. <laughs> and not even knowing it cause, because you wanna make yourself look good in front of people that really don't even give a fuck about you. I don't know, just think about that shit next time you at the mall. Think about that shit next time you go rent some rims and put them on your car. Think about that shit next time you financing the inside of your car that's not paid for. Think about it like, I mean, I can, I can go on for days, man. I can, I can go on for days, but I'm not. Because I'm not, I'm not here about criticizing what you do. You know, a lot of y'all do the stuff y'all do because that's what you want. But 90%, by the way, that's 10% of the, what, that do that. But the other 90, mm, y'all do that shit to impress other people. And that's what you call backwards hustling. Backwards thinking. Backwards whatever the hell you wanna call it. It ain't it ain't right, man. I 
I'm tired of seeing my people do stupid shit. That shit be pissing me off. It's pissing me off to the point where I'm just, I'm starting to talk about it. I'm talking about it, hoping you, y'all ass will listen. And, and like I say, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just telling you to think about what you're doing. And if, if and now, if any of that shit I say y'all are doing, now, yeah, I am telling you what to do. And you need to get on your shit. And you need to start promoting your shit outside of the town that so-called love you. That only like your photo on a short social network. Think about this. Your local, your local hometown person that's say they, oh, that's hot. Oh, that's hot. Oh, that shit nice. That don't mean shit. Who, who, who are they? That may be somebody that spent their entire life on social media. That may be somebody that just hustling just as backwards as you. So man, use this, use this podcast as a, a, a fucking wake up call. A serious wake up call. Like wake your ass up, man. Motherfuckers be talking about stay woke. Stay woke this and stay woke that. And I don't even know what the fuck woke is. Now, I'm woke. I, I, I consider myself fully awake. And, and that's how I'm able to notice who's still asleep. And, uh, and like, man, it, you know, some, some, some of your niggas are coming to Charlotte. And from Dillon, they may come for a, a, a day or two. And I'd be like, damn. When they be, they, they may talk about what they do in Dillon, and then they may mention about, man, I just got a job, $10 out, this, this, and that, this, and that. And I be thinking to myself, what? And I read a study. The average person, the average person in Mecklenburg County lives Oh, ten dollars and twenty cents an hour. The average, meaning, and and when I say meaning, I want you to listen to this. This is a quote. This is a quote unquote and quote unquote again. They don't live above their means. They're not out here spending their whole check on back page. They, you know, they're not doing all this extra shit. They're they're just they they're living a healthy life now. I want you to take all this in consideration. You making that ten dollars an hour in Dillon, and you still struggling? Something is way wrong, man. Something is way wrong. So just think about that before you go to Johnny's the next night. Think about that before you go to Fusion. Think about it. the average person make ten dollars and twenty cents. <laughs> And pay their bills on time. You make ten dollars in bill. And you still asking your mom for money. Why? Why people are intimidated about moving outside of deal? Hey man, move away to make way for your hometown, man. It's, it should be sad when I go home. It be dead as hell. Like there's there's, no, there's nothing to do. 
there's no skating ring. There's no bowling alley. There's no fucking, there's no legit bar to just go down and sit down and have a drink after work. You got to go, you know, enjoyment down there to me is going to a liquor house. <laughs> going to somebody born and having a ball. Man, it's 2018. That's, that's cool and all, but say some shit happened. If you, if you, you at the liquor house. You know, there's nobody to turn your ass away when you get too drunk. That fucking dude, go, that, that dude that over that liquor house, shit, he get his money. Open a, open a legit establishment, man. Stop living these fucking small town dreams. And fuck, man. Not everybody is going to be in the neighborhood dope boy in a small town like that. Everybody want to... How many drugs can you legit sell in a small town to do? When I see people getting fucking shot, people getting killed, people overdosed, how many... How, how many motherfucking drug deals do you think they got before they just say, I mean, there's 10 top dudes. Let's just grab all 10 of them and see who talk first. Man. <laughs> hey, check this out. Before I, before I left Dylan, before I left Dylan, before I moved to Shark, I was on jury duty, right? And, uh, you know, I was on the grand jury, so we just true bill, no bill, whatever, anything that came in. And no, I'm not talking about no specific case, because it was a lot of cases. So you had local people come in and tell us, and then you had the cops come in with all the indictments and say, what happened, that arrest, blah, blah, blah. So I ain't disclosing who was in jury duty with me, because that's, that's irrelevant. But there was a, there was a time where um, a cop came in. And somebody posed the question, how these drugs are out here? And it's like, where are these drugs come from in this little town of Dillon? You know what that cop said? <laughs> he said, oh, we put them out there. We put it out there in the street. Damn. Damn. Y'all put the drugs out there? So, understand this. Uh, this this for the nickel and diamonds that's you know that's that's just making it that's you know they 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 living but they still hustling about it's like let's say let's say you got your local thing your local crackhead dope here whatever you want to call it that's you sell to him every fucking chance he get his his hands on some money now y'all listen y'all little bastards need to listen because i'm tired of y'all getting locked up for stupid shit i want you to listen about this that, that crackhead owes you some money, right? You beat his ass. You think that motherfucker ain't gonna be mad that you beat his ass regardless if he owed you or not? That same crackhead followed asleep in Hannah Street, drunk as hell. Police see opportunity. They lock his ass up. They know he high, man. They, they, they find the fucking paraphernalia on him. They, they find out, they find anything that he used to do his drug, they find it on him. You know what question they're going to ask him? Where the drugs at? Where you get it from? Who you got it from? If you tell me, I'll let you go. All right. You think that motherfucker ain't going to tell him you after, he, after you beat his ass? Because, you know, a, a, a lot of crackheads aren't fucking dumb. Listen, they going to be another motherfucker that's going to sell him some crack, man. 
He gonna tell him your ass so fucking quick. And now and then when the police knock on your door, you gonna wonder how the what the fuck happened? Who the fuck told on me? You gonna think it, you thinking it's a quote unquote rival. A motherfucker that you think that's worried about your ass. Nah, you just help that motherfucker get rich. Fuck crackhead owe you $80 and you beat his ass. Now you about to spend 15 years in prison. Because they because when they kick down your door, you weren't ready. You was not ready. <laughs> and now, and now, nigga, you mad. Nah, I'm mad now, nigga. You let eighty dollars ruin your fucking life. But hey, who am I to judge? <laughs> Dumb ass nigga. But hey, uh, like I say, man, I ain't here to tell y'all what to do. I'm telling y'all to take this information and do something with it. Honest, know the true meaning of balling. Take that, take, take them four Hennessy balls you bought in the club and take that, take that flight to LA. It ain't hard, man. Don't take no change of clothes. Buy clothes when you get out there. Shit. On a positive note, man, y'all really, y'all really got some talent, man. Y'all need to, y'all need to use it. Cause right now all I see is motherfuckers, talented motherfuckers living to die instead of dying to live. You got to die to live right here. Cause that's exactly what I'm doing. Cause I did it for, I did it for a while. I'm out here now, I, my mindset is so damn man. I'm out here dying to live. But I just want y'all to see. Well, I'm gonna finish. I'm gonna finish my workout. Y'all have a blessed Sunday. I'm gonna pee out.